Jones Animal Hospital with your weekly pause. This week's session is going to be about things that cause anxiety in indoor cats and some of the problems that that can cause their indoor people because of the cats being stressed. People come in and say, you know, my cats are urinating or defecating outside their litter box in places that they're not supposed to be urinating or defecating, what we commonly call inappropriate elimination in cats. And that's unfortunately a very common problem, and it's almost exclusively seen in households that have multiple cats, and they're inside 100% of the time. So those two things all by themselves cause cats to be stressed, the fact that they're inside all the time and the fact that there's multiple cats. Now, there's nothing wrong with having multiple cats, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with cats being inside because cats that are inside aren't getting attacked by dogs. They're not getting hit by cars. They're not being preyed upon by foxes and coyotes and things like that. So they're much safer. So there's nothing, please don't construe anything wrong with that. But we have to recognize that being inside all the time is not a cat's natural habitat for the most part. So it does cause stress. Having to live with other cats in a confined area, not free roaming, um, is a source of stress as well. So inappropriate elimination is often a manifestation of stress in these cats. So kind of a rule of thumb trying to avoid that is to have one more litter box than you have cats. So if you got five cats, that means six litter boxes. And that doesn't mean six litter boxes in one room. That just counts as one litter box. People often tell me, well, I have all these litter boxes. I say, great, where are they? Well, they're all in my laundry room. That doesn't work. Because what can happen if you have all the litter boxes in one room is one cat can lay across the doorway and prevent all the rest of the cats from getting in there. So that one cat is causing huge amounts of stress on all the other cats just by laying across the doorway. And in the words of Monty Python saying, none may pass. Um, it's just one of those deals. And we may not even recognize it. We may just, oh, the cat's laying in the doorway. Well, that cat is really intimidating all the rest of the cats. Many people wonder about the odor around litter boxes. Keeping them fastidiously clean helps a great deal. Cats generally don't like strong scents. So using a strong air freshener to mask the odor is probably not the best idea. Using the, the modern scoopable litters, keeping the litter box scooped very regularly and then dumped and cleaned once a week, once every couple of weeks is probably enough for that. So multiple litter boxes, and they have to be in different places. If you have a multi-level home, they have to be on, on every level of the home. The litter boxes need to be in relatively quiet areas. You know, don't put one in the laundry room where when the dryer gets finished, it goes, bah, and the cat gets scared to death and never goes back to that litter box. You know, don't put it by the air return where when your heating and cooling system kicks on, they've got this huge influx of air and noise going through your intake on your heating and cooling system, and that scares the cat. You know, don't put them, of course, nobody put one by the front door anyway, but in trafficked, noisy areas, put them in places where the cats are not likely to be disturbed. Have them in different places around the home, Again, if you have a multi-level home, have them in multiple places. That helps a great deal. Scoop them. You know, once a week is not enough. I encourage people to scoop the litter boxes twice a day. Um, a lot of people keep, you know, old plastic bags by every litter box. And every time they walk by them, if they see something in there, they'll scoop it and put it in there. Keeping your litter boxes fastidiously clean avoids a lot of problems as well. Some cats don't care. Some cats will move away one bowel movement in order to deposit another one. That absolutely makes no difference to them. But a lot of them, if there's anything 
in the litter box, you know, urine or feces, they're not going to go. They're either going to go find another litter box or go find someplace else in your home they can eliminate. So litter box science is actually a real thing. And by managing it appropriately, you can very often avoid that. Anything that's viewed as a resource by cats can be a source of stress if that resource is in short supply. And litter boxes are a resource for cats. Other things that are resources for cats, obviously, are food and water. First, never put your food and water in close proximity to a litter box. You know, can you imagine putting your food and water next to the toilet? No, you don't want to do that. Cats don't enjoy that either. So have them in separate places. Have multiple stations around the home. Again, not having all your food and water in one area where one cat can limit the other cat's access is really important. So put food and water stations at various places around the home. Another resource we may not think about are resting places, perches. Try to have cat-sized openings, you know, a, a little ledge up in a windowsill is a great thing. You know, a little space in a bookcase where a one cat-sized space in a bookcase is a good thing. Other places around your home, just single cat size where one cat can jump up in there and kind of be away from the other cats and know the cat's going to come by there and bother them. So having those kind of resources, litter boxes, food and water, cat-sized resting places, and then play and attention from the people. You know, we all like to play with the cats. You know, spread the love around. <laughs> Don't just play with the one cat that's right there. Play with your other cats. And cats like lots of different things. You know, rolling balls. Laser lights are great. Everybody loves to watch the cat chase the laser dot up the wall. Little, like a lure. Now, no hooks on the lure, people. But a little feather plug, fishing plug type thing. And a little rod. And, and cast it and reel it in. They're down in the hall and the cats can chase it. All sorts of things you can do to play with the cat. It's good for the cat's mental state, that they have something to do that's fun. You know, cats are predators by nature, so letting them pretend to be a predator by chasing the feather around or chasing the laser light around or chasing the ball with the bell down the hall, you know, those all help them to kind of satisfy that predatory urge. But doing things like that helps to keep the cats engaged helps them to maintain a good body weight, for one thing. I see too many fat cats out there. So getting regular exercise helps that, as well as, of course, you know, carefully measuring and limiting their food intake. But all these things can help to reduce the stresses, anxiety in your home, which helps the cats to be happier, which helps the people to be happier, which eliminates some of the anxiety-driven problems, such as inappropriate elimination. Well, I'm Dr. Annette Allen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Your Weekly Pause. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask Dr. Allen about your pets or pets in general, email wets at etsu.edu with your questions. Mm-hmm.